0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is a story that's written right in the Torah. This past Shabbos, as Parshas told us, and we learned about how Yitzchak was living in Eretz Yisrael, and there was a famine. And so he began to travel towards Mitzrayim, because his father, Avram, was living in Eretz Israel many years before, and there had been a Head famine. Head north. And he was also going to, Eretz, to, to the land of Mitzrayim. Avram went to the land of Mitzrayim during the famine. So Yitzchak thought, I should also do the same thing. But before he got out of Eretz Israel, in fact, he was approximately in Gaza, which is part of Eretz Yisrael. At that time, Hashem spoke to him and said, "You are holy, because of the akedah that your father brought you up on the mountain, prepared to give you as a carbon, as an offering to Me." Of course, we know that Hashem, at the last minute, told Avram not to shacht chasam Mitzchak, but only to be prepared to bring him as an offering. And therefore, Yitzchak, you are holy and you must stay here in Eretz Yisrael. And so Yitzchak stayed there and he had interaction with the king of the Plishtim who lived there at that time, a different nation which no longer exists. And the Plishtim gave a lot of trouble to Yitzchak. Now Yitzchak planted, although it was a year of famine, and the amount of harvest that was produced was a hundred times more than what he had expected. And therefore, the king of the Plishtim said, his name was Avimelech, that he wants Yitzchak to leave because he is so successful, Yitzchak is so successful, Hashem is with him, therefore, he's very successful and it's making everybody envious, jealous, Now, Yitzchak did not leave, actually. As a matter of fact, Yitzchak unstopped all the wells which his father had dug and that the plishtim had stopped up. One by one, he unstopped all those wells. And he dug another well, and the plishtim argued with him about it. And he dug another well, and they argued about that one also. And he dug another one, and this time they didn't argue. So we see something amazing from these two parts of the Parsha. And we also see something from the next part of the Parsha, where Avimelech actually came to Yitzchak. And Yitzchak said, why are you coming to me? You don't like me. You hate me. And Avimelech said, because we see that Hashem is with you, and therefore we want to make peace with you. Now, we see here that Yitzchak made clear that the land of Israel belongs to us, to us Jewish people, because Hashem gave it to us. And he didn't just say that, but he also acted that way, showing that he has a perfect right to settle there and grow things there and dig wells there. And finally, we see that the... Enemies, or those people that were not so friendly to him at least, potential enemies, came to make peace. And these three lessons are important for us now in Eretz Yisroel. That Eretz Israel we have to know, number one, it's ours because Hashem gave it to us. And we have to make that clear. We have to tell people clearly, this is our land because Hashem gave it to us. And we have to also act that way. We have to live in the land and settle and build, build communities and conduct ourselves as if it's our land, because it is our land. And then we will see that the other side will come to us to make peace. But if we are wishy-washy and we're saying, "Ah, we're not so sure it's really ours, maybe we should give this to you, or we should give that part of the land to our enemies, Jerusalem, or the Harabias, or the Sinai, and so forth and so on, then, of course, the enemy feels, oh, if we just keep working on it, we'll get the whole land pretty soon. As they're saying today, they want to have the whole land. So obviously, the land is ours, including Gaza, including every part that Hashem gave to us. It's ours, and especially those parts that Hashem gave to us through miraculous wars. It's ours. And therefore, we should act like it's ours. And we should, Chaz V'Shalom, not ever talk about giving any inch of Eretz Yisrael away to our enemies, And then we will see that our enemies will come to us to make peace. When we show our strength, that we know it's our land, and we say it's our land, and it's because Hashem gave it to us, not because the UN gave it to us or anything else, but because Hashem gave it to us, and it's written in the Torah. When we are clear about that, then our strength, and we'll show our strength, we have to show our strength when necessary. Then War will not be necessary. Our enemies will not start a war if they feel that we are strong and that we know that the land is ours and we're going to protect it as ours. And then there will be, of course, less Jewish lives lost, hopefully none, and also the other side. Instead of being killed, they can live peacefully with us because we're showing them that we are strong and we know that this land is ours. And Eretz Yisrael in the times of Mashiach will be actually the source for Torah and the source for light and the source for goodness and kindness that the whole world will take example from. This is how we will teach the entire world to to thank Hashem, to follow Hashem's seven commandments from the children of Noah. But it begins with us being in Eretz Yisrael and taking ownership of it because Hashem gave it to us. May Hashem bless us with a complete and final victory in Eretz Yisrael. And eventually from that will come that our enemies will come to make peace with us. May it happen immediately and especially through all of our extra learning of Torah and doing of mitzvahs, davening, helping other people learn mitzvahs, which is the mitzvah of abbey, of loving our fellow Jew, helping other people put up out, put out mezuzahs and put on tefillin and so forth. And although we are not perhaps in the IDF, but our work is just as important extra learning, extra Torah mitzvahs, extra Abis Israel, helping others do Torah mitzvahs. This helps also the soldiers in the field. Thank you very much for listening to Jewish Stories and More.